Hello and welcome to the Lancet podcast for the issue dated January the 20th to the 26th. I'm Richard Lane. Our focus this week is on how a strategy to reduce measles deaths worldwide is having an effect. We'll be talking to the authors of a research article in this week's issue. Before that, some other highlights. Our lead editorial discusses the thorny issue of ethical investments for large organisations, picking up on a recent story in the Los Angeles Times about the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, who are a large philanthropic organisation and a major funder of global health initiatives. A randomised trial shows how folic acid supplementation over three years can improve cognitive performance for older adults. Another research article highlights how angiotensin receptor blockers and ACE inhibitors are the antihypertensive agents least associated with instant diabetes. And in a viewpoint, Lucy Frith from the University of Liverpool calls for a review of UK policy concerning the use of self-test kits for HIV, the sale of which are currently banned. She argues that if such kits are not harmful and can aid rapid and accurate testing, then they should be used outside the healthcare setting. But our main focus this week concerns the encouraging results in a research article about a reduction in measles mortality worldwide. Earlier, my colleague Danny Battle spoke to one of the study authors, Dr Peter Strebel, from the World Health Organisation. A measles vaccine has been available for over 40 years now. Why is measles still a problem worldwide? Basically, measles is still a problem worldwide because too many children are still not being vaccinated with the available highly effective measles vaccine. For example, in 2005, over 29 million infants missed getting their first dose of measles vaccine. About 12 million of these were in Southeast Asia and about 9 million in Africa. So although the problem of failure to vaccinate against measles is happening predominantly in less developed countries where children do not have access to health services, it's also happening in some industrialized settings where parents mistakenly think measles is a mild disease and choose not to vaccinate. UNICEF and WHO have joined forces. What is the current strategy and targets for reducing measles mortality? In 2000, the World Health Organization and UNICEF and their partners decided it was unacceptable to have so many young children dying from measles when an effective, relatively cheap vaccine was available. So these organizations developed a comprehensive strategy to reduce global measles mortality by half by 2005 compared to 1999 levels. And the key new strategy that was involved was really ensuring delivery of measles vaccine to all children, especially those in the most remote, underserved and impoverished areas of the world. And this effort to get children outside routine health services really relied on a two-pronged approach. The first was strengthening routine health services. And the second really was learning from the lessons from the initiative to eradicate poliomyelitis. This initiative really taught us how to conduct mass vaccination campaigns and again reach children in remote underserved areas. Please could you outline the four main components of this strategy? The main components are achieving and maintaining high immunization coverage with the first dose of measles vaccine. And this needs to happen not only at a national level but also in every district. Secondly, ensuring all children receive a second opportunity for measles immunization, and this in weaker program settings is often delivered through mass vaccination. Thirdly, developing effective disease surveillance that includes a global laboratory network for diagnosis. And then fourthly, appropriate clinical management of patients with measles, which includes vitamin A treatment. How many and what types of countries are being targeted? 
47 developing countries, mainly in Africa and Asia, are being targeted for accelerated control activities. And these countries account for over 90% of all measles deaths worldwide. If you look in 1999, the baseline for our efforts, nearly 60% or over half a million deaths worldwide occurred in Africa. And then for this reason, Africa was made the program priority. The current Lancet paper documents a 60% reduction in measles deaths between 1999 and 2005. How does this translate to a reduction in deaths over this period? And where have the mortality reductions been most prominent? The 60% reduction translates into a decrease in the estimated number of global measles deaths from 873,000 deaths in 1999 to 345,000 deaths in 2005. The largest percent decline occurred in the Western Pacific region, which was an 81% decrease. That was followed by the African region with 75% decrease, and then the Middle East with a 62% decrease. If, however, you look at the largest absolute decline in the number of deaths, this occurred in the African region, where estimated deaths decreased from just over half a million deaths a year in 1999 to 126,000 deaths in 2005. And this decrease in Africa is significant because Africa now is no longer the region with the highest number of measles deaths. In fact, the Southeast Asian region now accounts for a little over half of all the remaining measles deaths. And how certain can you be about the data given the challenges of disease surveillance in less developed countries? Because childhood deaths are not accurately and uniformly reported from all countries, it was necessary to use a statistical model to estimate the global burden of measles. This model was sensitive to the accuracy of the country information we used for both immunization coverage levels and the proportion of children with measles who die. And because there is uncertainty around the numbers we put into the model, the uncertainty bounds around our estimate of a 60% reduction in global deaths range from 48% to 72%. However, it is important to note that the model results are supported by data from field surveillance. For example, in 31 countries in Africa that have implemented the strategies and have adequate surveillance, there was a 93% reduction in the number of reported measles cases. And so these surveillance data together with the improvements in immunization coverage including the over 360 million children reached through mass vaccination, suggests that the 50% mortality reduction goal has not only been achieved, but may have in fact been exceeded. What is the renewed target for mortality reduction in light of this data? And what public health strategies are required to further reduce deaths from measles? The new global goal for measles control is to reduce deaths worldwide by 90% by the year 2010 compared with the level in the year 2000. To achieve this target, it will be necessary firstly to expand the highly effective immunization strategies that have been used in Africa, for example, to countries in Southeast Asia such as India and Pakistan. Secondly, it will be important to maintain the gains in Africa by strengthening routine immunization coverage to over 90% in all districts and conducting regular follow-up vaccination campaigns every three to four years. Also, to be necessary to develop capacity in countries to detect and diagnose measles cases, and this involves the development of field surveillance systems as well as a network of laboratories to do the appropriate tests for diagnosis and virus identification. Finally, how does the reduction in measles deaths worldwide relate to the Millennium Development Goals? 
Well, one of the targets under the Millennium Development Goal number four is to reduce overall child deaths by two-thirds by the year 2015 compared with 1990. So back in 1990, measles accounted for 7% of the estimated 12 million child deaths. So it is not as important a cause of child death as diseases like malaria, pneumonia, or diarrhea, each of which may account for up to 20% of child deaths. However, achieving the 2010 goal for measles mortality reduction will contribute about one-seventh of the reduction in child mortality needed to meet the 2005 Millennium Development Goal. And perhaps more importantly, actually, the reduction in global measles deaths that have been achieved over the past six years shows what can be achieved in an effective, relatively cheap intervention is provided to over 90% of all children, especially those who live in the most underserved and impoverished areas of the world. Dr. Peter Strebel from the World Health Organization concluding this week's podcast. Thanks for listening. See you next week.